Once an object of contemplation and yearning, mankind's reach to the stars is increasingly becoming a living dream. On July 11, 2021, Virgin Galactic Unity 22 completed a suborbital spaceflight with Richard Branson and a crew of five others. Just nine days later, Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin NS-16 would follow suit, drawing on more than 20 years of study, preparation, and investment. But there was a third rocket that failed to take off. You won't hear about it on the news. In fact, no one is investigating the underlying problems of the disaster, even though it was predictable. It is even doubtful it will make it to the pages of history. Yet, here we are, living in its debris, indifferent to asking ourselves what happened. That rocket is called moral progress. Welcome to a new episode of Ideas on Trial. My name is Ricardo Pinto, your host, and I have with me my co-host, Leopold Ayami. Hello, Leopold. How are you? Hello, Ricardo. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So our topic today is the attacks and comments against Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson's recent space flight milestones. But... As we were discussing and thinking about this topic, which we had a hard time to come up with, we were thinking a lot about its significance, specifically its significance for us, for our personal life. So why don't we start with that? Why do you think we should care about whatever is going on in this orbital space? Well, I don't want to start with the big idea, so I'm going to tease out a little bit. But I think one one thing that stands out is that the story of Branson and Bezos is not really unique. So all this attack we, we are seeing and even the way they are being defended is not unique because what we're seeing is really the image of our view of business as such, especially when business is really highly profitable. So, and these people are usually presented as corrupt, as greedy, as, you know, having a big ego, and they are the source of all sin, if I can put it this way. So I think one of the crucial importance is we need somehow to remedy our view of business, our view of achievement, and our view of whom to celebrate and whether we should be celebrating these two gentlemen or not. Yes, absolutely. And I want to add to that, that even though we don't necessarily want to go to space, I start, it's certainly not a dream of mine, but who knows? One day we might be in their position. One day we might be in their shoes, however modest. And we would want some visibility then. We would, not necessarily admiration, but certainly don't want to receive as many attacks as they have. So today they are denouncing and crying after Bezos and Branson, but tomorrow they might come for you. 
So it's important to really understand what's going on here and whether those attacks and criticisms have any validity to them, and if not, why. But what has been said about it? We conducted a little research, both from social media, from commentary in news source, and we have, a, I think, a big range of comments. So let me start first with some high-level personalities, if I might. So Robert Rick, former Labour Secretary of the Clinton administration, tweeted that billionaires rocketing off to space isn't a sign of progress. It is a sign of grotesque inequality that allows a select few to leave Earth behind while the rest of humanity suffers, unquote. Another one, in this case by Tulsi Gabbard. The only problem I have with Bezos, Blue Origin Space rocket ship going into outer space is that it's going to come back. Unquote. Wow. Uh, let me read one last one by Deepak Savior, which is the global head of inequality campaign for Oxfam International. And he writes, quote, We've now reached stratospheric inequality. Billionaires burning into space away from a world of pandemic, climate change and starvation. 11 people are likely now dying of hunger each day while Bezos prepares for an 11-minute personal space flight. Pay attention to this. This is human folly, not human achievement. Unquote. Now, Apart from this, you can find commentary on social media. I'm going to mention a few in a second. Uh, I wanted to mention also an open petition called Do Not Allow Jeff Bezos to Return to Earth, which gathered more than 33,000 signs on the internet and it declared that, quote, billionaires should not exist on Earth or in space. But should they decide the later, they should stay there. One thing we discussed while preparing the episode is that, <laughs> in one sense, there is nothing to do against this kind of attacks. If you yeah. dare to to show that kind of hatred for for someone like Vsauce or Branson, whatever you think of them, there, there, in one sense, there is no response. There's nothing that reason and argument can do for you. What do you make of this? Well, I mean, I'm still struggling with that because from one perspective, you're absolutely right. There's nothing you can do about it. From another perspective, I feel we need to speak up and to highlight one, to expose the nature of these attacks, but two, to highlight why it's important for us to at least find an argument against uh, those ideas. Because in a sense, that's what Ideas on Trial is all about. What we're doing here is that we're taking undisputed ideas in the culture and we're trying to challenge them. And we're doing that because our minds, our life depends on it. So, so I think that's, that's crucial for us to, to, to study and unpack and try to see whether there is a validity behind it or not. But I get it. I mean, this sort of, of hatred is, 
is I hasten to say is unseen, but it's it's been repetitive throughout the history. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's significant uh, in this case. And one thing I should notice uh, now that you mentioned our project here, our mission, is that what is relevant about this and. I've seen there are many arguments, and we're going to outline the ones we'll be discussing soon, that are raised against Bezos and Branson, and the likes of them, like Elon Musk, who's also working on similar projects, though he haven't traveled yet. Yeah. What is relevant is that the influence of certain ideas is not merely in the interpretation people make about the, the space flights, about these projects, in how they understand it, but in their gut reactions. In yeah. how they respond emotionally yeah. and in their inability to see any sign of progress. And they say explicitly any sign of achievement of, I don't know, of really questioning yourself and raising suspicions about your denigration of this achievement. Because what, whatever you think of Bezos and Branson, you got to admire the science behind it. Mm. You got to admire the technology behind it. Or at least the the dream, the ambition, even though it something m- it might be misguided, right? Yeah. But but anyways, this, this reminds yeah. me of a of an important point which we agreed on, because we were struggling with that. It's a, it's a very hard topic, and, and it's very hard to do it in a very short time. But one thing I, we agreed on is that we are talking to honest people. So the hateful people out there, you can't reason with them. What we're doing is we're talking to honest people who might have an opinion that is not challenged and they would like to challenge it. And that makes part of their honesty, as we all do every day. So we come up with different ideas every day. We might have reflection about something maybe political or economical or whatever, but we don't really challenge it. And what we're trying to do here is addressing these honest people and say, hey, let's put this argument on the table and try to see if we can unpack it and understand what's the undisputed idea. Because if you notice, one of the things we didn't do yet is, as opposed to all other episodes, is said, what is the undisputed idea? And we don't want to do that now. Let's keep it a little bit down the line till the middle of the episode maybe uh, to to unveil it together to unveil what is the undisputed idea because i think we have something really exciting and that is not a scene from the first commentary yes absolutely so we've now do presented an, an account of the basic facts or in some range of responses if you want to do the exercise for yourself you can go to any social media posts and try to read the comments about this and you will see a common theme even though it might be diluted and it might vary Mm. but i think anybody can find this out okay now our plan for today is very much influenced by some comments we picked from social media which we think they're in a sense representative and they are recurrent in the culture both from users social media users but as we've seen from high-level personalities. So the first one is that that money was better put to helping the poor, to helping the world, instead of an ego trip. 
So uh, the first argument we want to discuss is whether these are really unproductive midlife crisis trips or there is something behind them. The second kind of argument is that these men, Bezos and Branson, are motivated by the profit motive and therefore their accomplishments are not real accomplishments at all, but are motivated by, are suspicious. And the third, the last one, is whether these flights are of any benefit to society and or Earth. So let's start with the first one. Yeah. Ego trips. So do you want to take us through the argument, the, the basic uh, things that people say about this? Well, yeah. So one of the things uh, that I notice is that people see this flight as either a kind of a show off or a kind of arrogant trip, an expose of how much money these people have and how much they can do with their money which, you know, assumingly they haven't earned. And I think this kind of argument lacks the lacks the clarity and the understanding of how much risk, how much work and effort these businessmen have put in order to take this journey. I mean, we've read that Bezos have been planning for this for the last 20 years or something. 20 years, yeah, more. 20 years or more and and it's not that i mean if if it was only like a like a luxury trip they could have done it without building everything right they they could just have taken a i don't know went to nasa and taken a flight to space if, if that's possible i mean it doesn't make yeah. it doesn't make any sense and it ignores all the science and effort and the risk and i want to highlight that that these people are putting their lives at stake like maybe they won't be able to come back so imagine the kind of confidence and knowledge uh, that they acquired in order to take that leap and just go into space yeah so so that's the first thing i would say the second thing is as per my understanding of ego hell yes hell yes it's an ego trip if by ego you mean that someone is pursuing his or her own self-interest of course it's an ego trip so so yeah, and the fact that they enjoy it that they are bringing their individual personality to their trip so absolutely. what's what's wrong with that yeah what's wrong with that you 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 work you worked so hard you earned your money they planned for this whole trip and it's in their interest to discover space and to discover to accumulate knowledge and to create a new market and as you were saying to to experience adventure to take pleasure out of it what's wrong with that and yeah. we had an example about the safari trip which we yeah. discussed so imagine you you have the dream of going to into a safari in africa and you work hard to accomplish that and you make it or to the Himalaya, whatever you want to put, you have you have a right and to enjoy that trip, and you you gotta feel proud of yourself if you happen to achieve that. So it's not as if human life is not merely toiling, or, or is not at all toiling and working all day for no, nothing but the service of, of of others. Human life 
has a, an important psychological component. You want, you have goals you want to accomplish and you want to feel good about it and you want to get the most pleasure out of it. So in that sense, if you can enjoy from adventure, if you can enjoy from discovery and meeting, <laughs> heck, meeting a space, then do it. Yeah. And feel proud about it. But it, here's the thing. This is not the full case here. Of course, they are gaining a lot of value from it. But this is this is not tourism. I, I don't like the, the, the name that people are putting to this new industry. They are calling it a space tourism. I don't like it. I think about it as a space investment because I think that's what's going on. I like so that, yeah. Bezos, Branson, Musk, and the likes of him are working very hard planning, projecting, and executing the first steps to making a space flight reliable, affordable, and commonplace. Yeah. It's a new industry that they're taking off the hands of government because uh, bef before this, before they started working on it, space flights was the exclusive prerogative of government and not for productive purposes, mostly for, you know, diplomatic... <laughs> that was real showing off right for diplomatic purposes of course there there was a lot of knowledge that was gained from it but as soon as it became politically irrelevant yeah space flights didn't progress yeah i mean th that's a very important point and here i think i want to raise a question which is quite reflective uh, think about it if bezos and branson were scientists and not businessmen. Would we see similar attacks on them? If Bezos and Branson were underdogs and trying their way and they created a way to go to space and privatize space or whatever, would we see similar attacks on them? I don't think so. And now we're moving more into the of the issue I don't I don't think so I really think that it's our view of business that is creating a confusion in our mind that these people don't deserve to go to space or that these people are just taking an arrogant trip a show-off trip just because they can while they're leaving all the pandemic and the people suffering and the poor people And, you know, they're not helping us. They're not helping Earth. And as if it's their duty to do so. Right. Before you go there, we have a live proof of that. Mm. Which is Miss Wally Funk. Yeah. So Wally Funk, for those of you who don't know, is a senior 80-something-year-old lady, an astronaut, a pilot, who traveled with Pisces. And she what's relevant about her is that she's been working in this industry for 60 years now it's a f her first time traveling accomplishing her dream her life's work and no one would dare to criticize her and rightly so because she's she, she's a hero there, and there was even a parade in her hometown in grapevine texas celebrating her honoring her but whereas she's received Nothing but admiration. <laughs> Bezos and Branson and the, and the rest of them are receiving nothing but vicious social media memes. They uh, even called the whole thing as a PR stunt from Bezos. 
So yeah, they can't yeah, even that... imagine that a businessman would do something good to this scientist. And even I wouldn't call it something good. I think she, she deserves it. And he was able to recognize that she deserves that trip, right? Based on his uh, own judgment. But we ignore that when it comes to businessmen. Absolutely. And we can celebrate both Bezos and Wally Funk yeah. in, in their own right, because the, there is a clear division of labor here, which is another thing that people would often claim, or they're just moving papers. And they have the misconception that as if they, Bezos and Branson merely bought a, you know, a space flight ticket. And it, that's hardly the truth. They, they peeled this, of course, with the knowledge of people like Wally Funk and the other scientists, engineers, and other investors yeah. that having, have made this possible. But they, they have an active role here in directing, in, in projecting, in setting down the vision and concretizing it. Yeah. But why? Why don't we, why we can't, we're unable to celebrate them both? Well, I think the why is in the second point. I think it's because we think about this whole thing, the travel and the businessman behind it, as... It's, there's a profit motive behind it. They are profit seekers and therefore it's bad. And I've seen a lot of comments on, on that. So, for example, you see one category of comment when they're asking these businessmen to redistribute their wealth instead. Or implicitly in being an ego trip, what they're trying to say is that these people have the money. So they're just showing off as if, again, yeah, the money fell. Here. Yeah, as if the money fell down on them, you know. What's I have a comment here, which is, if only there were a thousand more important things to spend this money on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think we, we're reaching the undisputed idea that being driven by profit is something bad, that you shouldn't be driven by profit. Which raises a big question. Then what's the use of business? Right? Mm -hmm. Like the, the reason why business exists is to create values and to share it with other people. And not just, not for free, right? For profit. So that's, that's the purpose of business. And to go back to Bezos' uh, business, for example, Amazon. Well, how did Amazon grow so big? and so effective and so rich simply put because Bezos and his team were able to create value that people want and need and people voluntarily paid for it like Bezos didn't yeah. force anyone to to buy his product right and that's how business works so what's wrong what do you think is wrong or why do you think people think that the profit motive is wrong right before I go into that, I want to uh, draw a parallel between Amazon and, and the current space investment industry, which is in both cases, many people are unable to give moral credit to Jeff Bezos for going into space. They denounce him for his work in Amazon. And there are many arguments that they raise against it, that he pays low wages to Amazon workers, that he's unproductive. But... In both cases, I think it's relevant that certainly he started working on the knowledge of others 
there was a clear infrastructure in the case of Amazon that he took advantage of, but that he re reshaped. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to do with the space industry. So I think people are unable in part to see the the value, and I mean the moral value of business and profit because they are unable to understand the role of the mind of thinking of long range planning in production. Yeah. A very concrete level of productivity, of value creation, which makes uh, the business of the world seem as if they were irrelevant, as if they're just moving papers. Yeah, uh, and I think I think this is the whole issue, and you said it in the introduction, it's the third rocket, right? Yeah. It's our view of morality and moral progress. And the way I thought about it is that this undisputed idea is highly philosophical because we view these space explorers as businessmen and therefore they are corrupt. If they were scientists, they're not corrupt. But because they are businessmen, they are corrupt. And why? Because they're seeking profit. And profit is something material. And we've been trained to reject the material, right? It's not that important. Yeah. The spiritual is more important. And therefore, we assume that th these businessmen are not spiritual. And I think that's the old age dichotomy between the material and the spiritual, which is false. Because if you look at the role of a businessman, is highly spiritual. He has, and by spiritual, I mean, you know, pertaining to, to your mind and to your consciousness and dealing with abstract yeah. ideas. So these businessmen deal with abstract ideas. These businessmen plan long range. They form relationship with people. They collaborate with people in order to create material values, right? So there's a, there's a harmony between the spiritual and uh, the material. And I think that's, that's one of the main reasons why, at least implicitly, we reject that a businessman is doing this, that a businessman concerned about material profit is doing all this. So it's advancing science, right? <laughs> it's advancing science. And yeah, and again, we see them as quote unquote non spiritual people, people who don't care about other people, people who don't care about life as such. Which is not the truth at all. Yeah. Because it, of course. Look at how Bezos, in particular, I, I haven't seen much of Branson, but Bezos uh, talks about the space flight how he presents it. I mean, it was his dream from from yeah. his very earliest yeah. year. And, and, and he talks, he's not presenting it as, you know, as a detached business investment that he will profit from the future. In fact, he, he's open about uh, the fact that probably he won't live to see that industry in its full potential. Mm. But still, he's, he has a, a clear vision, a clear uh, value orientation. He wants to see dynamism. He wants to see progress in the world. And he's working for that. And, and of course, you, you can question uh, the goal. And honest criticism would be on, on those grounds, so on questioning whether the work he's doing is actually going to build for that, whether it is possible. But 
I, I think you got to recognize that he's not merely motivated for gaining the money in an at any price with, or, without, yeah. at, at any price or without any personal investment. He's putting his life there. Yeah. And I think that's another point we've seen when it comes to articles defending Bezos and Branson, because we've seen some articles. And one of the key issue I find with the with the defense is that it's either on economic grounds or on the ground that it's going to help other people or it's going to progress science. But that's it. No one rolls to the defense uh, from a moral perspective, as you said, uh, using this uh, third rocket. And I think that's what we should do. And you said that it's an issue of justice to defend these people because what they're doing is moral, right? And it's moral and it's highly spiritual. What we're celebrating is their spirit, what we should be celebrating. Is their spirit, is their mind. Because their minds are the tool for creating all these material product, all these adventure to space. Uh, so what we should be celebrating is that these individuals had the courage and put the effort to take the choices they want in their lives without violating other people's rights. They invested in their times. They invested in other people. They collaborated with scientists and others in order to create a new adventure, which they might come up with something. Like I'm sure they will come up with new knowledge, but they might find a new industry, a new market. Or not, it doesn't matter. What matters is that it's moral for them to pursue it. Yeah, I want to give an example of that. So this is from an article in Bloomberg by Michael Strain. And he has tried to defend uh, space billionaires, the so-called space billionaires, on the grounds that, quote, the knowledge gained from space tourism will gradually democratize it, unquote. And he lists some of those benefits, like new medicines, cheaper manufactured goods, faster internet, new agricultural methods, etc. Now, he's partly right. Yes. Or, or, or let me make it more precise. He's right. This knowledge will benefit society. Even if it fails, we now know that it won't be possible, although that's certainly not the case. But, but it's not enough. It's not enough. And, and here's what troubles me about this whole issue and you know i'm inoculated from ideas <laughs> i've seen the worst i've studied the worst uh, i've seen everything when it comes to ideas and what people say in the culture and i know we don't live in the best culture even though i don't think it's totally corrupt but what disturbs me from the hatred showed towards visas and branson is that they don't have a room. This this morality, this view of morality, doesn't have a room for profit, for value creation as a moral enterprise. Yeah. The worst kind of comments are not the Riggs and the Bernie Sanders of the world. The worst are, are kind of comments are the people who say, who cares about these space flights? Yeah. What difference does it make to me? I mean... We live with a morality that has colonized our whole thinking about what is good and what is bad. And the self 
and the personal investment and personal profit is seen by definition as amoral, as outside to the realm of morality and to receiving moral moral credit and you know moral any kind of moral worth that you can gain something from your investment and your work and your productivity is seen as indifferent to yeah. any moral concern do you think there's something to that yeah and i think i think our very first episode on justice tackles uh, some of these points because i remember very clearly we said that Uh, we highlighted the importance of justice by saying that it's not merely about punishing evil or wrongdoers, but it's primarily about rewarding that which is good, right? And so it's an issue of justice to celebrate and to, to reward these achievers. This is one. Two, money making is and should be in the realm of uh, morality. If we don't have a view, a moral perspective about profit making, then I, I don't know what we're doing here because that's what we do. That's what we do as a human being. We're always seeking to profit materially or uh, spiritually or and actually spiritually. That's how we live by seeking profit, by pursuing goals in order to profit in life. But profit doesn't come with hurting others or at the expense of other people. That doesn't mean that. So, and when it comes to business, it's in the nature of business to create and offer values. But this is very important because creation is primary. You have to create values in order to offer it and trade it with other people. And we kind of uh, ignore that in the whole discussion, which brings us to our, to our third point, uh, which anyway, you've been talking about. That we always think about business and specifically now about Bezos and Branson as if this whole journey should be directed toward what kind of profit it will spread on society or on earth. And that's why we see in the commentary people are saying, you know, you better care about earth or you better care about the pandemic that's happening here. As if it's my duty to think about anything I'm pursuing in terms of goal that I should be, I should be thinking about society. And I'm not yes. saying we, sh we shouldn't, but that's merely a consequence. The, the benefit on the society is merely a consequence. Yes, absolutely. Let me bring a couple of examples. I, I just want to make sure that... You have a lot of examples the, today, which is great. The fact <laughs> rights. <laughs> This is from Holly Hayworth uh, of the Sierra Club. In an article called Billionaires Do Not Need to Go to Space, yeah. according to whom? So she writes, quote, with the money, vision and power they are directing toward enabling a small fraction of the world's wealthiest people to leave the earth. How could they instead ensure that the rest of us can keep living on it? Unquote. And another author, <laughs> another author, Shannon Estiron, writing for the Atlantic in an article called Space Billionaires, please read the room, ask herself, I can help but wonder, what are they thinking? With these millionaires traveling, whereas we're in a crisis, whereas whatever. So there are 
couple of things here. One is that this view implicit in many of the commentaries as if we're as if we were suffering on Earth. That is not true. We live in the best era of human history in terms of material prosperity, spiritual prosperity also. Of course, we have problems. Of course, we have challenges and we will always have them. Over we went through and... a crisis. Yeah. We went through a crisis, a crisis that was ameliorated by companies like Amazon that, yeah. <laughs> that, made, yeah. that kept us going. But my reaction to this is that you don't progress and you don't alleviate anyone's suffering by stagnation, by staying put and refusing to invest yourself, to invest your mind in, in discovery, in science. The response to crisis, the response to challenge should always be, let's discover more, let's explore more. Knowledge is always good. You don't want the other person to suffer, to stay silent, to stay put if you're suffering. No, you want to see him growth. You want to see him happy. You want to see him make money and prosperity. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and w we see all this injection of guilt that these businessmen are trying to pursue. They have to feel guilty because they're leaving us here on earth. But it's ridiculous because we don't think about this from an individual level. So for example, if you go shopping, you don't think that I'm going to Nike or to Sephora because I need to serve the public good, right? Like you don't buy a shoe and in your mind you're saying helping the society or even I'm helping the business of, of Nike. You don't do that. You go shopping because you uh, are pursuing uh, your self-interest. You're pursuing a certain kind of pleasure. You want to use makeup. You want to buy a shoe because it's going to make you feel better or give you a certain value in exchange for the price the company is offering. So on an individual level, we don't question it because it's self-evident. But the more it becomes grand, and, and, and I think that's one of the key issues, is that the more the goal is grand, the more the hatred is grander. Yeah. Really. And think about it. And unfortunately, we, we ignore the fact that any such attack on such achievement is an attack on self-esteem. Because what these people are giving us, and we keep on stressing this point, they're giving us the courage to know that it's possible for us to achieve our goals. Maybe you don't want to go to space, but maybe you want to have your own business. Maybe you want to become a great musician. By seeing that other people are capable of such grand ambition, you know that it's possible. We accept that in the realm of sports and of breaking records. We accept that when it comes to Ronaldo achieving and you know making billions out of his achievement. But we attack businessmen because of our perspective of business. And this is not strange because we are seeing that in every movie nowadays and in every novel. There's always a constant attack of businessmen. Have you ever seen a movie where a businessman is celebrated? No, it's always the kind of the wolf of Wall Street. They are greedy. They are 
the Bernie Madoff of the world, and they don't care about personal values. And that's the famous uh, quote, it's just business, nothing personal, right? So, and I think that's the undisputed idea. Yeah, I think you're right to say that the more abstract you go, the more unambiguous you are in your pursuit of your self-interest and your profit, the more you will you will be attacked and the more you will feel guilt because I think that Bezos, Branson and Elon Musk and all of them are also in, in part colonized by this anti-self-morality, anti-you morality. And on an individual level, yeah, people can recognize uh, the value of working to, towards your self-interest, but this is an achievement that requires time to, to develop and requires a lot of thinking, like the thinking that business and brands will have done for the companies. So it, it is not obvious. It is this kind of thinking of defining your yourself and what will be best for your self-esteem is not encouraged by society, by our educational institutions, is penalized, in fact, in many aspects. And in that's the whole lesson of of our moral narrative. So think about the, the story of the Tower of Babel or of Icarus. Yeah. The higher you go, the more you will be punished. Yeah. Your wings will burn or the, the, the tower will crumble yeah. above you. It so, became part of our quote-unquote DNA, right? Like that's how we think about yeah. morality as such. And I think that's why it's very important. And again, we've seen that, I don't want to go there now, but we've seen that in the uh, hearing, congressional hearing of Facebook and Apple. And we are seeing the same pattern that no one is able to rise and defend themselves morally. And, and yeah, and, and think about the, the ways people talk about big business, big pharma, yeah. big, what's the other, uh, big tech. Yeah. <laughs> they fear big. And, and fundamentally, I don't think it's an issue of, you know, the flaws that these companies may legitimately have because they have them. Yeah. As well as Bezos, Branson, Musk, and all of them. They have their flaws, of course. Yeah. But I think it's a suspicion infused by what we think is a good and by essentially a, an anti-self-morality because I don't think the issue is really benefiting society because business and Branson are doing that. Yeah. And I, I... It's a consequence of any good business. Right. To benefit society. Yes. And and the people like Robert Rick, Bernie Sanders, and the two Cigarettes, they know that. They have the knowledge to assess that. They are, they are not ignorant. Yeah. So I think that the basis of all these attacks, not all of them, but the, the, you know, the hatred, the pure hatred that they've reserved for them, is that the self, the self is evil, <laughs> that, or uh, amoral in, in some sense. And I think that you cannot understand or begin to respond to any of these arguments, not systematically, not in the long term, and certainly not in a single podcast episode, if you don't challenge this framework, if you don't decolonize your mind and your life 
from this other-oriented morality. Yeah, I agree. So let's draw a line here and come up with our verdict. So what would be our verdict when it comes to the situation of Bezos and Branson? Uh, what would be an inspiration for us uh, to learn from, from this third rocket? Yes. I want to go back to Wally Funk to answer that. Because as I said, she's been celebrated and rightly so. But look at the basis for her celebration. So you mentioned that some people are calling it a PR stunt and this comes from an Atlantic article. And people are celebrating her achievement on the grounds that she's senior, she's a woman, she hadn't had the opportunity to go to space. She was passed over. Oh. But I, I think that she th uh, Wally Funk thinks better of herself and we can think better of her. I think that uh, her, her flight there is a true expression of, of heroism, of achievement that we should try to emulate and not because she's a victim, but because she devoted her life in her work too, making moments like this become a reality. And I think that's the kind of evaluation we need to, to do whenever we find something like this. And, and whenever we're thinking about our accomplishments, what have I done to earn this? What, 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 what kind of work, what kind of thinking of planning have I done to, to deserve this or for Bezos or Branson or anyone to do what they're doing? What is their input? Yeah, uh, well, I will add to that, that I think one of the most important thing we can all do is not to take any idea for granted, to challenge it. Even if we spent all our lives thinking that it's good or that it's bad. So when we hear ideas about the profit motive or redistribution of wealth or that businessmen are greedy. I think one of the exercises should be to ask ourselves, is that true? How do I know it? As a kickstart, I just want to give you an example of the difference between and something that I think we should all consider about the difference between a businessman or a businesswoman and a pseudo businessman and consider the difference just because there must be a difference right uh, so on one level a businessman create values but the other one steal them one is moved by purpose the other is a parasite he takes from other people a businessman is a producer the other is a predator one puts effort to transform spiritual values into material values and the other appropriate them with favors or fraud or force. So there's a difference between the two. And there's not one single evidence that can tell us that Bezos and Branson are pseudo-businessmen. And the proof is because we all buy their product, we're happy with their product and uh, benefiting from their product. And that's why they're rich. And that's what we should learn from them. Not merely that they're exploring space, but that we can emulate them and emulate their, their profit motive. 
and therefore the profit motive is good is worth celebrating and is one of the key sources of life that's what i would say all right thank you so much for listening to ideas on trial this is a very challenging topic so please if you have any comment any suggestions any idea drop us an email or just follow us on instagram and let us know your thoughts and please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and if you're enjoying it share it with other people see you next week